Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Late Nights with Ness, which is a bonus mini-series for our On The Mic. It is 4.17am and I am coming at you live from my rocking chair as I rock my daughter to sleep. I'm back to give you updates on what motherhood has looked like for me this past week. I definitely do want to start out by saying that I think the phrase crying over spilled milk had to come from a nursing mom because I can't tell you how many times this past week I have dropped freshly extracted milk and it is just so frustrating to have to clean it all up when you just see it as a precious supply so that just happened about 30 minutes ago or so it's still on the floor since I have the baby in my arms but I'll get around to it once I put her in her bassinet we're actually sleeping out in the living room these past couple of days because uh, my husband's not feeling well and he doesn't want to get myself or the baby sick and we just have access to more things out here instead of in the room so that's why i mentioned her bassinet she does have a crib as well um talking about spilled milk i was talking to a friend today and Um, obviously this podcast is like me talking to a friend on the phone who just listens to me talk the whole time and doesn't comment on anything so as I was talking to her she was just talking to me about her struggles nursing and when she was talking about her struggles nursing and just motherhood her baby turned six months this month i believe or he might have already that's just my lack of good listening skills there my bad friend um she was telling me just about all the hurdles she's overcome and things like that and she's able to talk about it now without getting like worked up or emotional because she's past it now and all I can really do was laugh and I was just telling her that I wasn't laughing at her facing those experiences but I was just laughing because it felt good to have (laughs) some relatable experiences that I know have been frustrating for me um, being shared as I mentioned last week I believe I was, or I think I mentioned last week, if I didn't, um, I was focused on putting some weight on the baby. So I was nursing, and then on top of nursing, I was pumping after that. And you have no idea how time-consuming and exhausting and painful that is. And in the midst of that, I got mastitis. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. But basically I got some sort of infection 
and I had no idea what that was. All I knew is that I woke up with a fever and body aches and a huge, huge migraine, which I don't think the migraine had anything to do with it, but the fever was it for me. So I um, was super concerned. I woke up my husband in the middle of the night and was just trying to like troubleshoot and figure out what the heck was going on with my body. I didn't know if it was just some type of like postpartum thing where I didn't take care of myself properly and I got sick. So I was super concerned and reached out to my sisters and a friend and fortunately my friend truly got back to me and was super confident that I had mastitis. So um, first thing in the morning I called my doctor's office and they were able to see me and confirm that that's exactly what I was dealing with and um, for anybody who hasn't had it and is a nursing mother um, be grateful and for anybody who has had it I feel your pain it's just super painful and you still have to nurse the baby for it to get better so it's just a double sucky situation talking about getting better a lot of people have been asking me how motherhood has been and what things have been like for me and not to like be short or whatever but my response has actually been it gets better day by day and I truly mean that um it's the truth each day I've learned more about her needs and have been able to adjust my days accordingly. Some days I get a little ahead of myself, like yesterday. The day was just going great and I felt good and I decided to skip my nap. I felt like I outgrew it or whatever. Then once it hit like 9 p.m., I was super cranky and aggravated because I was hungry and tired and the baby was hungry and tired but she wasn't falling asleep so I it's not like her to be fussy at bedtime or at feeding so I was kicking myself in the butt for skipping my nap because I knew if I didn't skip my nap that I wouldn't be as cranky myself so Definitely still learning day by day, but having little successes as well as a mom and a wife. Cooking dinner three times this week, which is a huge, huge milestone because I haven't been cooking much these days at all. And um, as far as other things, I went to the grocery store alone. And since I came home with the baby, I've been trying to go to the grocery store and I just haven't been able to do it successfully. I've gotten down to the car with the car seat loaded and all and have come back upstairs. So after five weeks, I finally went to the grocery store for the first time and we went to a wedding this week and the baby was spitting up a lot and she doesn't even spit up at all. So I was super concerned and just focused on nursing her and overly burping her just to try to avoid um, the 
vomiting. So that happened the morning of the wedding and it completely shipped my focus. My goal for the day wasn't to do my hair and do my makeup. It was to make sure she wasn't throwing up anymore because my doctor told me if she continued to throw up um, a few more times like that to go to the ER and I definitely didn't want to do that. So thankfully she stopped throwing up and um, I'm glad I still called the doctor to be precautious. Sleep has improved for us around here as well too. I'm sure just by hearing my voice this week versus last week's episode, I probably sound like I have a little bit more energy even though it's still four in the morning. Um, I've been getting a little bit more sleep and at night she's been having a bit of a longer stretches and I thought that was just like us getting lucky but because her sleep schedule has changed during the day um, naturally I was wondering what was going on I thought she was just shaving her naps but Apparently, as she gets older, her napping schedules are going to change. Duh. But I didn't think they were going to change so fast. Um, Once she turned five weeks, I seen that her naps were supposed to get shorter and her sleep at night was supposed to get longer. So that was super cool to um, read up on the changes after I was experiencing them, but I didn't really put them hand in hand I thought she was just having a few days off so it's cool to see that and reminds me just as a new mom to stay on top of my reading but obviously not get too caught up on it so there's like a fine balance of learning about the baby but not getting obsessive about information intake and that's something I've been working on because I'm someone who's like really big on like data I guess I use an app to track all her sleep and dirty diapers and activity that's just how I am I'm sure I'll grow out of it in a few weeks or a month or so but it's just something that makes me feel like I'm accomplishing things I'm a huge to-do list person so that definitely gives me like the feels as far as a mom and making making me feel like I'm doing something right um but along with that as a student um I'm kind of getting a hold of studying with the baby as well this week I busted out a clipboard while I was rocking her to sleep so I could study for my test that I took today while taking the test my parents came over so I can get it done without any interruption But even then, I was still worried about her not getting enough sleep or enough food. So I kind of just had to tell myself to back off and let my mom do her thing with her while I was taking my test because I put my AirPods in and I was still looking, listening out for the baby. So I just took the AirPods out and just focused on my test and let my mom be after like 25 minutes or something so it took me a while but still reminding myself 
to not worry a lot. It's great though to see her change and grow so quickly just these past few days alone. Um, I was telling my husband that she's just been more alert and I've been able to enjoy those little things a lot more now that I'm not completely sleep deprived. She's following our voices more, lifting up her head more and just chilling longer, able to put her down and she's just looking around the room without crying or wanting to nurse or be in my arms. So um, they're not lying when they say they grow really fast. And these little changes are just exciting adjustments for for us around here. But something I did want to touch on this week besides what life has looked like since I last recorded is um, postpartum and my experience with that. I know that it's a different journey for everyone and um, no postpartum experience is the same for everyone and there's some things that people can relate to but as far as for me postpartum um in my journey I didn't get postpartum depression but I did experience the baby blues for a few days and I didn't realize they were the baby blues until um, I was at the tail end of it because I just looked it up online basically and was able to to identify with like a few symptoms or signs of the baby blues. So when you're pregnant, obviously your hormones change and things like that. And once the baby's here, your body has to adjust and get back to normal. And that's such a huge thing that should not be overly easily overlooked is the hormonal aspect of it. And I had to remind myself about that because before you leave the hospital and while you're there, they definitely remind you that you need to lay low and rest and not do any excessive exercise or not even exercise or do any heavy lifting in the first six weeks to allow your body to heal physically and everybody tells you to get as much rest as possible and to sleep when the baby sleeps and all those things but on top of that I had to remind myself that doing that is also important to allow my um, body to adjust as well as far as mentally the exhaustion um, is such a huge factor and getting that sleep and that rest isn't just about my physical and my body healing but also mentally my mind being able to get that rest and stuff like that and also that six-week window 
is also giving your body time for your hormones to adjust and that's not something a lot of people have mentioned or talked about but I had to constantly remind myself that my hormones were changing and my body was needed time to get back to a balance but in the midst of that I was definitely having um, a hard time processing my emotions when it came to my experience with being at the hospital with the baby and just my birth experience and I didn't allow myself or didn't really realize that I didn't fully process all that because I was so focused on meeting the baby's needs and navigating through the first two weeks being at home with her that I was neglecting to pay attention to my emotions and really process in that way. But I was obviously aware that I was more hormonal than usual. There was a few times my husband came home from work and I was emotional and I couldn't really explain to him why or pinpoint it. Um, So he was just super good about making sure that he reassured me about um, the huge adjustment in my life going from juggling so many things at once just to being home and not focusing on any other commitment than just taking care of the baby and making sure that I was meeting her needs and he had to remind me that that was more than enough and my focus needed to be fixed on doing that and only that and not other commitments that really were not a priority and I was not giving myself permission to slow down and that was affecting my emotions as well so it's not like I was completely unaware of my emotions but I was definitely overlooking it so he was able to keep watch for that and um, I also was transparent with my mom and my sisters about what I was feeling and was experiencing um, because I definitely didn't want to find myself um, depressed and just closed off to the world. So I made them aware of um, just being unsure of my emotions and the baby blues so that way they were able to, you know, keep tabs on me and check on me and my journey and thankfully those baby blues were just for a few days i can say like in a week window i can identify what week it was so i know it can be longer or shorter for other people or some people experience postpartum depression which is um pretty hardcore i know that my mom experienced postpartum depression after she had my little sister and um, that's something I was super um, mindful of and 
of freedom in the back of my mind. So before I had the baby, I was proactive and I found a therapist who works with moms specifically postpartum and dealing with emotions and um, postpartum depression. So I didn't want to find myself there. Obviously, it just happens. And I'm thankfully, um, I didn't find myself there. But I will share that I was proactive about making sure if I did find myself there that I had the support and the help that I needed. Um, So as far as the baby blues and postpartum depression, if you're a new mom or an expecting mom, um, do your research on that and make sure that your support system is aware of the symptoms and the signs as well too so they can help you process And in the midst of the baby blues, I definitely was more to myself when it came to like friends and stuff like that or just my um, immediate circle outside of my sisters and mom because I wanted to process privately while I was unsure of my feelings I didn't want to like alarm anyone. At the same time, I knew I had people who were there and wanting to support me and be there for me. When I finally had my first visitor, they definitely were um, aware that I wasn't myself and definitely called me out on it gently just because... They care and wanted to make sure that I was okay and not depressed. So I definitely respect that and appreciate that um, those close to me knew that there was some type of um, change. It was odd that I wasn't reaching out, but they were also wanted to be mindful of me being a new mom because I'm someone who talks to my friends pretty often or sends a text to check on them so them not hearing from me was um, kind of odd but they like I said were just trying to be mindful of my experience as far as being a new mom so I feel like I'm past that but who knows our emotions are a interesting and unique thing but I'm feeling like myself and like I said I feel like I'm past those challenges at this point and I'm grateful that I have my support system and I'm back to making those calls and checking on my friends and enjoying those conversations and I feel like that has played a huge role in me improving and getting to this point because in the midst of that I've I've realized two things about myself or was reminded two things about myself. I thrive off of the community that I have in the sense of life updates and I don't hang out with my friends much or go out often and do like girl hangs or whatever something that is a huge part of my regular routine 
is talking to my friends and having those phone calls. I know a lot of people hate being on the phone, but I'm someone who loves those conversations and just those life updates. So not having that was um, challenging and played a part in me feeling like so... I don't know what what the word is or how to say it, but like not involved in the real world, I guess, was not having those conversations on a regular basis. And the second thing was feeling like I didn't have independence. Obviously, the first few weeks when you have a baby, there are so many people there who are supporting you and helping you. Um, providing meals and cleaning the house and doing laundry. My family and my in-laws have been super great about helping with that. But for me to take um, the steps to ask for help or even accept help is not so easy for me to do. And doing that so much the first few weeks as a new mom it like stripped me of that feeling of being independent and I realized that once I finally went to drive for the first time by myself with the baby just the two of us alone I kid you not I sat in the car and as my car was warming up, I just couldn't help but smile and feel super excited. And I even threw myself off and was like, why am I so happy? And I actually give myself credit because I sat there and processed why I was so excited. I've left the house before, went for walks and went to doctor's appointments and stuff like that. So it wasn't like I was getting out of the house for the first time. But as I sat there, I realized it was the first time I was getting out of the house alone and doing it by myself without any help. And that's when I realized, oh crap, I have been feeling off too. Another contributing factor to me not feeling like myself was feeling like I haven't been independent and the lack of independence was just really weighing on me. So I was super happy to identify that and validate that I have been independent and doing other things and um, just really processing. I'm a huge person on uh, processing is a huge um, thing for me. So Like I mentioned earlier, I wanted to process my feelings privately because I was unsure. Like, I don't like to worry people. If I'm, like, uncertain about things, I'm more of, like, a factual person. And sometimes that can, like, backfire on me because I'm trying to figure myself out well turning away the fact that I can reach out to process which is something I'm usually pretty good at and like I mentioned it's a like a full circle thing 
when it comes to those conversations with my friends and my family. So once I finally started having those calls, it started having like a positive effect on just my mindset and talking to my cousins and sisters about how I was feeling, what I was experiencing. It, I definitely started seeing more progress. So for just anyone who's in a new season at all, not just motherhood, but a new season experience, whatever it may be, just kind of remind yourself to step back and process and feel out exactly what you're experiencing. So that way you can, number one, cut yourself some slack, and number two, give yourself some credit, and three, get back to where you know you can be and usually are in your norm and incorporate what you've learned into that to progress. And other than that, that's what my thoughts are for this second episode of Late Nights with Ness and my updates and experiences. Uh, as far as postpartum, I hope I touched on that enough and um, I will not neglect to say that I I was emotional and I did have some down days so it's normal for new moms and if you have any other questions regarding postpartum or if I didn't touch on it enough please be sure to let me know I do desire to be as transparent as possible as far as another thing I will say about postpartum is uh, physically too as I mentioned people's stress recovery and all that thankfully I didn't have any challenges with um, recovering physically the the one thing was the mastitis that I mentioned other than that things have been pretty great for me when it comes to um, healing physically and um, as far as my progress something that I've enjoyed having is my Fitbit because it tracks my sleep and just having something that shows the amount of sleep I've been getting is just exciting for me because I have that like data to prove that I'm actually getting sleep and that just is good for me on that end to have that like I said I'm weird when it comes to numbers and another thing that I'll close with is a snack because eating is a big thing for me at this point remembering to eat so two snacks that I've been enjoying is a bagel with peanut butter for breakfast and a turkey sandwich with Doritos inside oh yeah a mom product that I have been enjoying or a baby item is my baby carrier I definitely have used it a lot more this week um, as I'm trying to multitask and uh, do things around the house while the baby's sleeping if she doesn't want me to put her down and I'll just put her in that so that's been a bit of a lifesaver 
with that being said, it's a wrap and I will see you next week. Actually, I'm back. I keep forgetting to mention to rate and review the podcast. I know that sounds like annoying or repetitive when it comes to like podcasts and crap, but please be sure to take your time to do it if you haven't. It would really mean so much to me. I recently got my first review um, since I've been podcasting alone. And I kid you not, it made my day. I was just super excited to see that someone took their time to share why they enjoy listening and continue to listen.